0: what's up everybody welcome to the fit identity podcast i'm mike karpenko your host where i talk everything health and wellness to help you think better eat better and to move more here i explore all kinds of topics so that i can better help you in whatever journey that you are on welcome to 2024 And welcome to the first episode where we are going to talk about triggers and what triggers us and then how to possibly not be triggered so that whatever consistency and whatever patterns and whatever resolutions that we have right now that we'll be able to keep them. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today, but first it's like 2024, first episode of season two, so you get to hear it. New year, new you. How about suffocate me with a pillow. Whenever I hear that, I literally cringe that I'm like, new year, new you. And I don't know how many times I've heard that already this year. It's like, oh yeah, new year, new you. First off, it's a new year with new opportunities, right? Your DNA is still the same. It's not a new you. And yeah, I get it. You're going to be able to reinvent yourself. And you're going to be able to change your, your ability to go where you want to go. You got the idea, you have the possibility of having a new identity, a new fit identity that you can create through goals and systems and plans. But new year, new you, can we just come up with something new? How about new year, just be you. I think that alone will combat everything in, gosh, I don't know, the last three, four years, right? Like, The only people that were being them, and I don't even know if they were being them, they were just being emotional. They were like, oh yeah, I'm going to get up on my soapbox and I'm going to stand there and you're going to listen to me and I'm going to be unfiltered because I have zero fear and this is me. Mm, I think that's you emotional. I don't know if that's really you and I would prefer that you weren't emotional And that you were just being you, whatever that is. And and whatever fulfillment you're missing out on, I want you to have it. So you're not that person. Because I know you're not that person and you don't want to be that person. And that includes myself, right? Like I don't leave myself out of that. There are times I get on a soapbox because I get an itch to scratch. And one of the things I learned in 2023 is he... Who speaks last loses. And what does that mean? That means, Mike, shut your mouth. Don't let that inner voice come out. We all have an inner voice, and it comes out emotionally. And I don't believe being you is um, is all about being emotional. So uh, I learned that in 2023. I'll be bringing that into 2024. I need to control that inner voice, and I don't need to be emotional had a great conversation with a with a naval commander today kind of set me straight in that world and he said if you make emotional decisions you're doomed because emotions change instantly and if you, and if an emotion can change instantly that means the decision that you made was not strategic or system based it wasn't based on facts and that hit home for me I was like gosh. Thank you for that nugget. I was like, dude, I can unbelievably appreciate you for dropping that on me to be like, Mike, don't make decisions out of emotion. Make them out of fact and make them based on a system. Amazing. So I believe that what we can do in 2024 is to be us. And before I talk about triggers and get to that, I want to push more into this be you. I know so many people that are online and they are handcuffed by who they really are or they're trying to be somebody they really are not. And that, that mental weight has got to be crushing. And I could say only because I was a novice and, probably still a novice compared to some of the great social media content creators that we have, whether it's Casey Neistat or even the Paul brothers, like Logan and Jake Paul content geniuses out there. You know, I don't necessarily know that they're being themselves, but they're content geniuses, right? So what I would say to people that are out there and practicing and understanding this, this, social media world and, 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 and friendship world it's not even social media it's like it's friends it's being you right is stop being somebody you're not and that's either stop trying to be somebody that you're not or stop holding back from who you really are and in person and or online too many people are in this protective contrived place where they're writing silly It's almost like Chad GPT or PR wrote their posts and they're just like, I'm writing it to write, you know, and I'm not really being me. And, and then they walk around with this heavy weight on and, and I see it, or I see people trying to be more than what they really are. You're not that person. Okay. Let me just tell you that you're not that person and you are fooling only the people that are so naive to not knowing but you're never fooling yourself. Remember this, no matter what you do as an imposter or you're faking it or keeping it inside, guess who you got to look at? Guess who knows? Guess who you can't lie to? That's you. You, you cannot lie to you. That means when you go to bed at night, you know what you did. When you get up in the morning, you know what you did. You know how you acted. You know what you wrote. You know how you feel. And I do understand there's things called business and social media presence and I understand networking and family and, you know, being a good person. Golden rule, do unto others as you want to do unto you. And if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Just like zip it. Zip it. And if you're a person making money off of people, not being who you are, you're an awful human being. Awful human being you're selling personality not credibility but hey i can't judge you or i guess i did just judge you i'm sorry for judging you i probably should not have judged you but it's not the way that i want to do business and not the way that i'd want to be as a person so 2024 let me get off my soapbox as i feel like i'm on it 2024 be you be who you are enjoy who you are it's good to be you Could you be better? Probably. Let's just be honest with ourselves, right? We could all be better. We could all do more. We could all think better. We could all eat better quality and we could all move more, unless you're some sort of fitness junkie. Then just get into my DM so I can set you straight and talk to you about recovery and mobility and proper training and whatnot because you're overtraining. You're moving way too much. All right. Let's, now that we got that out of the way, it's not a new year. New you, it's new year, new opportunities, new year, be you. All right. New year's resolutions. They're on fire right now. It's the beginning of the year, and you might be one of those people that are like, okay, I am in the new year, and I started a fitness program, a wellness plan, a system, a nutrition plan. You might be in it. The very first thing, and I say this almost... To everyone and everything when it comes to triggers and it comes to sticking to being consistent, the very first thing is not to pick a plan that is overcomplicated or over the head of where you currently are or maybe not sustainable in the end. And let me say what I mean by that. Something that is too complicated, too far away from the level that you are at right now, has a high level of stressing you out and creating overwhelm. And as soon as that happens, their pain exists. As soon as pain gets great enough, you stop. And then once you stop, you have nothing but a bad memory and you don't want to do it again. You don't even know if it worked. You don't even know if the system was okay for you. All you know is that it wasn't good for you at that point in time. So therefore, it leaves a bad taste in your mouth and you stop doing it. Therefore, the likelihood of you returning to it is very, very low. The other is, you know, sustainability. You could be in a system or plan that is way above your head or is stressful to you. And if you're in that, understand that you are going to get stressed and overwhelmed easily and that the results that you are going to get are for a very particular goal and you will probably not be able to sustain those results once you get to the end of your system or plan. It's not happening. You're going to give back. It's all about give and take, okay? Super strict plan that you don't have patterns in and you haven't developed patterns or consistency in to sustain are not going to stick and stay and you're going to give them back. You're going to give some of it back, which means maybe you give back 20% of the weight you lost, 30% of the weight you lost. Maybe maybe that's muscle gains or strength gains. You're going to give it back. Give it back and it just happens. Okay. So understanding a highly stressful environment that is above the levels that you currently are at, you are probably at some point going to revert back to the original patterns that you had when you began that said system. So just be aware of that kind of stuff so that you can understand that it's not going to be a sustainable plan and that those stress things are going to exist and you're going to have to manage the high stress for the niche results that you are really looking for because it's not the current level that you were at nor are they the patterns and habits that you're currently doing were the ones that when you stepped into a plan that you are doing now. So, but resolutions, right? Like, we're going to get triggered. You know, there are going to be things, there are going to be roadblocks on our roadmap to our success. And what I want to talk to you guys about is, those types of triggers that you can become aware of that if you journal, start to journal them so that you can understand them and we'll talk about solutions for them. But the whole management of triggers is being aware of them. Then it's about speaking to them, you know, cause you want to validate it. And then it's about putting it to bed, which means you want to put it in a bucket or you want to be able to have a solution when they do come up. That's how you deal with triggers. You can't be like, yeah, when a trigger comes up, I'll deal with it. That's like saying when the road gives out in your car, you'll deal with it. It's just that is a crash waiting to happen. So let's, if you're in this real true, I'm going to change who I am. I'm going to, like I've got goals. Let's look at those pitfalls and those struggles, those hurdles that you're possibly going to have that are going to trigger you. And then how you're going to be able to deal with those. Because if you can figure out how to deal with those things and when they come up, guess what happens? You become more consistent. As you become more consistent, you develop more momentum. As you develop more momentum, patterns stick and stay. Habits stick and stay. They stick around. And as things stick around, you change who you currently are, which you are unhappy with. And that's why you are in a system or a plan to begin with. And when the system and plan stops, you then become more efficient in those those patterns and habits so that you can sustain them over time if that's what you want to be able to do if not you're reverting back you are you may you be like oh i lost 20 pounds or i lost 30 pounds now what i don't know i can't keep doing what i'm doing i can't i can't can't keep on this calorie rate and i can't work out 6 days a week and i can't and you're like now what and then all of a sudden you gain six pounds back and you're down a rabbit hole and you're saying nothing works for me and I'm a failure and I'm so upset, you know, and you're just, you're in a rabbit hole with no shovel and no rope and no friends around to help you out. And you're just like, this is my life. I live in rabbit holes. So let's talk about the triggers that can come up when they come up, where they come up. And hopefully I can get you through some of them so that you can begin to think about them and put them in the play. And use you know the, the environments that you can be in as um, as awareness. You'll you'll understand the awareness when I start to tell you what these what these uh, trigger areas are, and you can start to categorize for yourself. So if you got a pen and paper, cool. If you don't, re listen and um, or or just listen and be like, oh, in the future you'll be able to say this is a a, a certain type of trigger. So first off, we've got uh, we got physical triggers right we got physical triggers that's one two we have got social triggers three we've got emotional triggers four we've got environmental five we've got historical i know Ooh, historical everyone thinks that's all it's from my childhood Jeez, like you're not going to dig up that stuff from my childhood are you mike you're not going to tell me because i was left home alone and i was a latchkey kid or you know that, that that's why i do what i do could be i don't know but There are historical pieces of your past that can create triggers for you that could create stoppage in your consistency. All right, let's go over them. So, oh, let me say this too. Just because they're a trigger doesn't mean they're not triggering success and they're not triggering negativity, right? Like, I know that everyone's like, oh, triggers is such a negative word, but... You can be triggered by your success in a in a certain environment or trigger, and that could create you to react or to stop action. Right? Success is just as strong as a failure, or as failure. Okay. So keep that in mind, and we'll talk about both sides of those as we uh, as we go through. So physical triggers. That could set you off during a workout plan. You're tired. You're you're sore. You're hungry. You get injured. Physical, like you're not near a gym. Physical. You don't have the weights that you need to be able to have. Physical triggers, the way that you look. You didn't have a change in your weight. You didn't have a change in your... In your biceps you're not any bigger any smaller you're not any stronger or you are stronger you are thinner what are you going to do when those things come up are you going to over are you going to go into a rabbit hole are you not going to understand it but as you go forward into your new year's resolutions to help them stick and stay You've got to be aware that physical triggers are going to come up. So, what are you going to do when you get hungry and sick and sore? What's the process? If you get injured, what are you going to do? Are you going to stop your workouts? Probably, right? But are you going to stick to? Are you still going to say, I'm going to be consistent with my nutrition to some level? I'm going to do what's healthy for me. I'm going to create consistency with my nutrition so that when I do have to go back to my workouts, I will still have those habits of my nutrition. Physically, are you going to be able to look at yourself and say, oh my gosh, I lost weight. Are you going to go out and celebrate and be like, oh my gosh, I love this. I'm going to buy a new pair of pants. I'm going to get a new skirt. I'm going to you know, cut the sleeves off my shirt. I'm going to show them off at the gym. You know, What are you going to do? And you may not know this. But being aware that you're going to have physical triggers along your road is very important. And you have to be attentive to your body and to the surroundings so that you can understand what am I going to do? Not, I'm never going to be tired. I'm never going to be hungry. I'm never going to be sore. I'm never going to gain weight, lose weight, get bigger, get stronger. It's going to happen. But be aware that if you've got great success, are you going to lean to celebrate like we always do around food? Like, oh my gosh, I look great. You know, I'm going to go out with my girlfriends or we go out with my buddies and we're going to throw down some pizzas and some beers. And, you know, I'm just going to go do what I need to do and and I'm going to have a blast because I deserve it because I got here. Or are you going to say that's part of the journey? I'm here. It's not good enough for me yet. I need to stick and stay. That's how I develop patterns. Or are you going to somewhat celebrate? Or are you going to recognize? Like what are you going to do when a physical trigger comes up? And then what are those contingency plans? If you're tired and hungry, are you going to monitor your sleep? Are you going to get more calories? Are you going to reach out and be like, hey, I don't know if I'm getting enough protein or carbohydrates? If you're sore, are you going to incorporate more mobility? Rest more. Maybe there's a supplement that you need to be taking. Maybe you don't have enough salt in your diet. Maybe you need more creatine, some boron, some some things that you could take that would help you recover. But be aware that physical triggers are a real thing on the road to success, especially with health and fitness programs. Social triggers. What do I mean by that? Social situations and relationships can trigger unhealthy and obstacles for you in your journey. Birthdays, parties, celebrations, holidays relationships and i don't mean the one that you have with your spouse because you're like uh i can't take him anymore or yeah you know what if she she just doesn't be quiet i am going to go nuts i just want to watch the game give me a moment i don't mean those i mean we all have those don't get me wrong nobody's in a relationship that's perfect but Social triggers do exist and relationship issues do exist and that could be friends it could be family you could know somebody that's that's an that's an over drinker do you want to be around them or how are you going to handle them when you are around them? Are you going to limit the amount of time that you are? are you going to enjoy them? are you going to view it as a test and be like, hey, I've already had you know my patterns and part of me backing myself up of understanding whether or not the patterns that I am currently Going through and putting on myself, let me test them and see if they work. I'm going to put myself around these people and I'm going to see how I do. I'm going to see how I do when, when there's a party, a birthday, a celebration. I'm going to see what happens, you know, when I fly and change time zones. These types of situations you can plan for. And there are plenty of systems in which you can be like, hey, how do I choose to communicate with people that are socially triggering to me, who put that on top of me? So social triggers are a really big thing. And if you plan ahead for your social triggers, you're going to be able to understand and be able to beat that so you can keep your consistency for your resolutions emotional damage, right? Emotional triggers. We all got emotional triggers. And if you say you don't, you're lying to me. Go look yourself in the mirror and laugh and be like, I don't have any emotional triggers. No, really, I don't, Mike. I'm perfect. Just stop. Stop now. Stop. You're not stone cold. You got a heart. You got a brain. And something definitely emotionally charges you. And those emotions are both good and bad. And they go along with physical triggers as well, right? You're going to feel a certain way about your results. You're going to feel a certain way about how your, your love life is going, whether or not your job is going well, your income, your, you know, your environment. There are tons of things that you're going to feel And in the past, feelings denote whether or not you show up for your workout, whether or not you do your workout and do what's required, because that's another thing. I talk about not doing your best, but doing what's required. There is a big difference between your best and what's required. If you do what's required, you're moving towards your goal. If you do your best, I don't even know what that is. What is your best? Maybe your best is, you know, I don't know. Ten minutes of workout today and tomorrow it's 40. But if you're in that situation where you can say to yourself, I'm gonna do what's required, then emotion, like we talked about earlier with my buddy who's a naval commander, we are not dealing with something that can change instantly, but we are dealing with something that is factual and that is system based. So we have to be aware that. That as we are in the program or the plan, the system that we are in, that we are going to experience overwhelm, stress, anxiousness. We're going to become worried. We're going to do the whole entire fight and flight. We're also going to have, you know, we're going to be excited. We're going to do celebrations. All those things are going to be unforeseen and they're going to come at a price that on your ability to st- stick to the plan, to your consistency, your habits and actions that you are currently doing, your resolutions, your goal. I know everybody says like, oh, know your why, Mike, know your why, stick to your why. Why do people keep saying that? Why? Stick to the system, okay? It's easy to say what, what why you want to do it, right? I want to look better. I want to feel better. I want more money. I want more freedom. Why, why, why? Stick to a system. You got to know the system. Anybody can do anything if they know the system. They don't even have to know why. That's the odd thing. You don't need to know why if you know the system. Right? If you did this, I'll give you a great example. If I told you to bring this bag of $10,000 over to my friend and he's going to give you $50,000 and I'm going to give you half that $50,000 when you bring it back to me. You do not need to know why you're doing it. You just need to know that that, if your goal is to make money, right? If your goal is that, Why do you care about why you just need to know the system? How do I get there? What's what Mike, what's the route? Like what's his address? That's what I need to know. I need to know his address. I need to know your address and I need to know what time that I, I need to be back here. But a lot of people are like, Oh no, it helps you stick to your schedule. It helps you stick to the system. Do what's required. So, I will tell you that, systems, plans, and when I mean that, I mean like great nutrition plans, great systems that are workout systems, any business plan, stick to the business plan. I'm not a person about know your why. Why? Because we want to be better. Let's just call it that. So as you start to look at your emotional triggers, I want you guys to just take a minute. One of the things that I do when I think emotionally is, is I really need to step back. I re- I need to settle my heart rate. I need to think. Am I elevating my voice? Am I getting anxious? I need to breathe. And I need to like really understand. Am I making a decision based on facts? Or am I making a decision based on feeling? And although... Feelings do come into play with mental health. If we only pushed into feelings and not into systems, we would not get to our goal. So take a moment when you start to get emotional. And my best advice there, press pause. Just press pause for a moment. Think about... Is this emotional or is this factual? And once you start to understand that, you can begin to make the right decision going forward when you're emotionally triggered. Because emotionally triggered can be managed. Because they're just emotions, right? And if you're not managing your emotions well, that might be the personal development that you want to look into. I need to learn how to better manage my emotions so that they do not manage me. The next one, environmental triggers. We kind of talked about this a little bit, but the environment in which you are in, is it home? Is it at work? Is it out? Are you traveling? The environment, is it too hot? Is it too cold? What's the weather going to be like? The environment that you are in can really push you in a way of making decisions that help you stay consistent to your resolutions. And they're easy. The environment is really easy for you to create excuses. I couldn't do it. I had to go to work. I couldn't do it because, you know, I had to go, go to school or I had to pick up my kids. Environment, environment, environment. You could have done it. You didn't plan for that environment. You could have managed it. You didn't plan ahead. You didn't have a system in place. You thought you would manage it when it came up, but because you didn't put things in place beforehand and understand the solutions that you needed to have when those things come up, you did not have a contingency plan, therefore you failed to execute because you were looking to react rather than to act. You're able to act on a plan when you have a solution in place, you react on emotions once they come up. So be aware of the environments that you're going to walk into and create contingency plans around them. Create alternative choices because they're going to change on you, but be aware. If you say to yourself, I'll deal with it when it comes up. Oh, I know. Yes, these are, these are things that will happen. No, 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 no. You've got to plan ahead. Especially with your resolutions and especially if you want to create new patterns and habits that stick. And if you want that resolution not to be a typical thing that slips by the wayside like 90% of Americans or people in this world, then you've got to plan ahead for having awareness of your environment. And what I would say with your environments is not always look as it is an obstacle, but an opportunity for you to have a solution, an opportunity for you to show yourself success, an opportunity for you to to excel rather than, oh, it's an opportunity for me to take on stress, to be overwhelmed. I got to plan ahead. It's going to take too much time. Well, hear me out on this, okay? What you were doing before wasn't working. Not at all. And that's why you got into a system. That's why you started a new resolution. So you need new habits. You need new patterns. And the only way that you're going to create them is to be in challenging environments and to develop the consistency so that those new habits will stick and stay. So the excitement of being able to create and be aware of these triggers in the environment should be exciting to you. Not overwhelming. Oh, gosh. And they're necessary to your development and your success. Let me say that again. Necessary to your success, to your development. There will be no evolution and you will continue the patterns that you had in 2023 if you do not make yourself aware and make an effort, challenge yourself and become uncomfortable when faced with those things, environmental triggers, emotional triggers, physical triggers, all those things. They're exciting opportunities to create the change that you want in your life. I wrote this down on my board and it's been there for two years and I'm going to read it to you right now before we go on to historical triggers, fit identity from where you are to where you want to be, help bring healthy visions to life and underneath it in one simple sentence, it says giving your healthy visions life. The only way that your healthy visions can live is that they've got to be carried on over and over and over. You've got to have actions, actions that are habits, habits that are done consistently, that create momentum, that create success, that create the visions that are the reality. If not, not happening. You're going to live the same life you had last year. I warn you, you'll be just as healthy as you were last year, if not worse, because you're not happy with where you're at. And that's why you have resolutions. Can we agree to that? Historical triggers. Let's move on to those bad boys. Man, historical triggers. I'm not going to bring up your past. And I'm not going to talk about the things that happened in your home. But I am going to say that historical triggers are the previous habits and behaviors, the rituals, the traditions that you were doing before. Those are the things that you need to stop doing. Those are the patterns that you need to recognize and interrupt. You need to stop them, interrupt them, create space so that the new habit, pattern, ritual can begin to become a tradition. If you do not, It will remain the same. And I don't want you to be the same because you're listening to the podcast and you're here this far into it because you have a resolution that you want to stick and stay. You're prepared to change. You're prepared to no longer be an imposter. You're prepared to be you. To be given everything you've ever wanted to earn that with your health, with your fitness. You have it. But it's not going to happen unless you do the actions. And you've got to leave behind the things that you were doing yesterday in order to be who you want to be today. That's one of the hardest realities when I coach and mentor people for them to hear and then to overcome who you were yesterday. You are not happy with what you were doing yesterday. You cannot continue to do today in order to be the person you want to be tomorrow and live the life that you can have tomorrow. The one that you want, the life that you want if you continue to do the same you will be the same if you change you will change so when you look at historical behaviors i would make a list of historical behaviors that stand in the way of you getting to where you need to go and that could be the things that you eat that could be the kinds of food that you you have around the house that can be the habits that you're doing, sleeping in, staying up late, watching too much TV, binge watching. It could be walking, it could be going to the gym, it could be meal prepping, it could be reading personal development and putting it into action. As I will continue to say, personal development is only good if you put it in the, into action. If not, it is shelf help. So many people out there would have bookshelves with bookshelves, a library of personal development behind you and on your computer in your digital audio books who have not done a darn thing with it. You just keep reading it because the juice is great, the dopamine, the serotonin makes you feel good. And you're like, yeah, I just need to move on to the next one. Yeah, well, when did you put any of that into play? So please... Don't get caught up in that world of personal development being shelf help. If you need to work on things, work on them. And then be, put them into play. It would be like Michael Jordan reading about follow shots and never shooting one. It would be like Wayne Gretzky reading about hockey goals and never shooting the puck. I could keep going. It would be like like Martha Stewart reading about how to cook and never making anything. What more do you want there? Do you want to, do you think all those people have those things behind them? Jeff Bezos? I think Jeff Bezos just has like, yeah, 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 I figured out how to make people shop on one button buy. And I put that on a plaque. It's just a map. Like I have this really cool, like like, like to do map that, I mapped out that people will be able to do and I understand customer behaviors. I got a customer behavior map. (laughs) You see what I mean? If you're going to do personal development, put it to use. Stop thinking you got to read another one. Silly. It's absolutely insane. So historical triggers. Commit to the change. You got to commit to being somebody new. You got to commit to changing who you are. You got to commit to letting go of the past because you can't live in the past. You can only live in the future, right? Cliche statement, 942 during this podcast, but you can't live in the past. And if you want to think about what one of our greatest predictors are is our past, right? So everything we've done up until now is predicting our future. If we want to change our future, we've got to change the past that we're going to have tomorrow. That past means we got to stop doing what we're doing today. So our past is different. So our our trajectory is different. And tradition and habits are one of the most challenging parts of triggers. They really are because you've been doing them for so long. Create interrupters, continuously put the new pattern in, create boundaries. Hold yourself to them. I'm really good at boundaries now. If I have a boundary on you or on a thing, I'm great with it. I think it's a childhood pattern that I picked up by having to, you know, just hang out with myself quite a bit. But if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. In one day, just to let you guys know this, in one day I created this boundary. No sugar, no alcohol, no meat. I did it for two years in one day. I was like, no, no more. I'm out. Changed who I was, changed my outlook, changed my identity, but create those boundaries around the habits and traditions that are holding you back from going forward. And then finally, just commit, make a commitment to avoiding anything negative that impacts you with all of these triggers and please don't fall victim to the triggers don't use it as a backstop don't use it as an excuse don't be like ah it's an environmental trigger it's a physical trigger it's it's what it is if you use it as an as a fallback it is an excuse Cause falling it's uh, falling to a uh, falling back on a trigger or succumbing to a trigger is a choice. It really is. It, it is a choice. If you're going to be like, Oh, well, you know what? It's just the trigger when you could have chose differently. There's always a choice. Every single time I would say like nine, let's say 90. That's let's say every right. That's, that's me being egotistical and mouthy. I don't need to be that. What I need to be is understanding at some times. And this time is not every single time. There's a choice. Sometimes you're limited. And you just have to do your best and not what's required. But when that starts to become a pattern of doing your best, or when you start thinking that being a victim to the triggers is a pattern, guess what? You're not changing and your resolutions are just gonna, they're going to fall by the wayside and you're just going to be like, yeah, I started out thinking that I was going to lose weight or I started out thinking that I was going to change my body type or I started out, you know, I wanted to be a runner. It's just not a resolution anymore. Now I'll leave you with this with resolutions. I'm not sure that I believe in them. I'm not sure that I like them. I like words. Um, and I've heard a lot of great things about resolutions, and I'll leave you with this. There's a couple of pieces to resolutions. One, here's my tip to you. It's never too late to start. So if you're listening to this to uh, you know, in the first week of January or the fourth week of January or in June, it's never too late to start. You don't need a resolution if you don't want one. You can look at it simply as this. One, pick a word. This year, 2024, I'm saying it to you guys first. My word is depth. I'm going to do everything with depth. I'm going to create depth. I'm going to create depth in my business. I'm going to create depth within myself. I'm going to create depth in the relationships that matter to me. Everything to me is going to have greater meaning. Depth in my bank account. Depth in my income, my revenue, my businesses. Depth in my health. Sustainable. When you, when you have depth, it's really easy to become effective and efficient because it's sustainable and you've got credit to pull from. You've got it. You're good. So pick a word. That way, whenever you're questioned or whenever you're triggered or whenever you're struggling, whenever you're trying to figure out your why, all you got to do is, is it in line with what I wanted to achieve this year? Is it providing me with more depth? That's what I'm asking. What sort of depth is this going to provide me? The second one will be, if it's the first quarter like it is right now, just pick like four goals, uh, you know, uh, uh, something that you're going to do each quarter and work your way through them. That means you'll get four things done this year that will be pretty substantial and they'll be cool. Pick big things. Pick fun things. Pick things that are, that are like lively, that are life-changing and go for it. I don't know. It could be. It could be like a, a marathon in, in, in quarter one. It could be uh, you know, a mud run in quarter two. It could be a triathlon. And then it could be, I don't know, uh, climbing Mount Everest. Those were pretty big. So let's not go <laughs> overboard. But you get what I'm saying. And if you're listening to this later, then just. Choose three or choose two, whatever you got left in the year. Resolutions don't need to happen. Okay? So keep that in mind as you start to go through the year. Those are my two that I would believe in. If I had a third, you know, I, I literally would just, you know, I, I would pick something that I wanted to concentrate on each month. That way I would have 12 things by the end of the year. And it it could be anything as far as your health and wellness, right? Like, like for 30 days, maybe you're going to eat clean, you know, and that's going to be it. And then the next month you're going to concentrate on your strength. And then the next month you're going to concentrate on fat loss. And the next month you're going to concentrate on whatever it may be, Uh, you know, 30 days of, of workouts in a row, whatever it is. But take 30 days. Increments or, or four week increments, right? That's that's easier, twenty-eight days. And just pick something that you're gonna stick to for twenty-eight days. At the end of the year, you got twelve. Twelve things that you were able to achieve, and you were able to challenge yourself with, and you were able to go through and become more efficient with. And don't let those triggers seep in. The best way to deal with triggers is contingency plans. Well, the best way to, is number one awareness. And then it's contingency plans. And no matter what trigger it is, you wanna be aware of it, you wanna talk to it, you wanna validate it, and then you want a solution or you put it to bed. When you already have that system in place, you're no longer emotional, it's no longer a trigger but yet an environment that you're able to act in rather than react in. So there you guys go. That's what I got for this week. Triggers. If you have any questions on triggers, you have any questions on what triggers me, um, you know, and how I get through specific triggers, reach out to me on my social media. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, if you have any ideas that you want to want me to discuss on the podcast this year in 2024, let me know. I got big plans. I like got guests coming. I've got some of my past clients that want to come on. I've got a network of a, a large group of people that really want to come on. And I'm excited about exploring that and sharing that with you. But uh, until then, think, eat, and move better. Talk to you soon.